0: Hello, Uh, welcome to The 360 Method, um, a podcast where we talk about everything Autism 360, what's going on in the program, chatting with team members, and uh, most importantly, chatting with our mindset extraordinaire, Renee Tate. Hello, Renee. Hello, how are you today, Ella? Yeah, going well, going well. Happy Friday to us.
1: Yes, great to get to this time of the week. And I'm sure all the parents are looking forward to a weekend and having a little bit of downtime after a busy couple of weeks getting back to school its um I know for me, it's been a big, big shift for my children. I've got my daughter going into year 11 and my son in year eight. And I think, yeah, every year is just new and it's quite a bit for the parents to take on as well. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It's, uh, you know, we are kind of steamrolling our way towards March it's happening, whether <laughs> we like it or not. Um, so this week we're going to be talking about um, executive functioning and organization. So before we get started, um, I'm your host Ella Bailey. I'm um, an Autism 360 veteran coach uh, and explorer of all things parenting support. Uh, before I became an autism 360 team member um, i work at a psychological research lab um, and as well as in behavioral psychology um, so i wanted to say welcome welcome to our lovely listeners um, and again uh we would love to hear from you as always um please 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 drop us a line at hello at autism360.com we'd love to hear your stories your thoughts You know, feedback from what we chatted about last week in our anxiety episode—we'd love to hear it all. So, before we get started, I'd like to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora people, who's and from where this podcast is being uh, broadcast today. This is not a substitute for medical advice. This is a uh, support podcast, a community, uh, but it is not. going to replace uh, medical or allied health support. Um, If you are worried about your child, please do go seek that professional assistance. So this week we are talking about uh, organization and executive functioning. It's a big topic for a lot of people. We are um, gonna be looking at it firstly from the kind of parenting strategy perspective and then renee is going to pop in with her awesome uh mindset perspective so i'll just get started um organization and executive functioning i guess you know it's something that um a lot of people don't realize can be the issue that's going on with their kiddo there's some executive functioning struggles they're not able to um uh you know they're not able to kind take a step back from from what's going on in the day to day and make bigger plans and those sorts of things. Often parents can see that more as um, a kiddo just not following through, being forgetful. Uh, a lot of parents think that their kids are just kind of being a bit lazy, being a bit floppy. When um, really what's going on is that there's a limited capacity or a different capacity for organizing themselves and planning for their lives um and so i would sort of um uh, really uh encourage parents you know have a look at your kiddo's behaviors for a ten thousand foot view. what can you see pattern wise what can you see big picture is it helping um is it hindering the the plans that you have in place at the moment the structures that you're using how are they coping with um the everyday demands um so i guess that sort of uh, kind of background thoughts um are we able to uh you know understand where our kids are coming from and um understand where our kids are coming from and um understand that uh, actually what's going on is not, you know, a lack of motivation, a lack of, um, a lack of drive, a lack of will to succeed. It's just more that, um, actually what they have, um, is a struggle with their executive functioning. And so, uh, my top tip for that is to go with your child's strengths. Um, autistic kiddos, neurodiverse folks, um, they, uh, you know, they have differences in, uh, brain functioning from the typical experience but i really want to stress that doesn't have to be negative it doesn't mean that they're you know worse at x or are better at y it just means that we need to think outside the box in terms of things that are going to be helpful to support them in their executive functioning and that's not bad so um you know there's a lot of um kids on the spectrum adults on the spectrum who um Get a lot out of uh, visually processing information that typically would be available in an audio format. So, or, you know, audio or um, written format. They might process it better graphically. So, go with your child's strengths, figure out how they process information, what their learning style is, and use that um, to support them in their executive functioning rather than trying to. Um, Uh, fit them into an executive functioning model that maybe makes sense to you or that you see other people um, using uh, because that's just going to set them up to struggle with something that they're already struggling with, you know? So that would be my first tip. Go with your child's strength, um, lean into the way that they process information and uh, use technology that works for them um, to support their executive functioning. That's tip number one. Tip number two is look for autistic adult inspiration. So I really want to stress that we don't have to reinvent the wheel here. When it comes to organization, when it comes to processing, understanding our kids, understanding what's going to work for them, we're not starting from scratch. There's a whole community out there of autistic adults, of actually autistic individuals who can give us insight into things that our kids may not be able to communicate with us yet. So let's use that. You know, if there's an autistic adult out there who says, oh, what doesn't work for me is a diary, but what does work for me is keeping audio notes to myself, and that's something um, they can share as an insight into our children's understanding, then oh my God, you know, let's, let's hack that system. <laughs> You know, there are Facebook groups um, run by autistic adults. There are um, blogs run by autistic adults um, that are happy to share their experience of moving through the world as a neurodiverse person that we can go to, to say, you know, respectfully, um, as as a parent to a neurodiverse child, a child on the spectrum, um, can you give me some insight into some ways that might help to support my child's executive functioning, you know, use the resources that are available. Um, I think that's um, such an important uh, uh, resource to tap into, you know, it's going to shortcut a whole lot of trial and errors um, and take us straight to some, um, uh, to to some things that are going to be maybe not something we would have gone with um, originally, but that are going to set our kids up for success. Um, and then my last one my last tip is going to be when it comes to executive functioning start with support and then move to independence so if for example our kiddo is not um, succeeding with managing their homework load they're not succeeding with uh, you know remembering the things they need to do for school or whatever it's not helpful before we have set up the support that they need to manage those tasks now to push for independence straight away so instead of saying well that's something that you need to be able to manage on your own uh you know go ahead and do that or pushing them in in a way that um really prioritizes their own Uh, management of that situation, recognizing that in order to learn those executive functioning skills and move to independence, we need to start with support. We need to start with um, accommodations with um, uh, systems in place to give them the support and accommodations that they need to manage it now when they don't have the skills in order to be in a place where they can learn the skills i hope that makes sense because um you know often um parents can get caught up with this idea of you know developmentally appropriate you know by this age they need to be able to x by this age you know they need to be able to y and the reality is if your kiddo can't it doesn't matter whether they should they should be or not because they can't so start with where they're at and try to take the judgment out of it while you're giving them support before you move them to independence. So, they're my
1: top three tips. What do you think, Renee? Absolutely, Ellen. I think that's a really good tip to just be quite patient with them, but also, you know, setting our children up for success as much as we can with the right support. Um, you know because I think it's sometimes it's hard to understand you know why can't you remember this or why can't you organize this and I think it's just being very understanding but giving them the, the tools to really help support them is really important and I you know I had a mother um, the other week who she said my house is just such a mess I've got so much clutter and you know we looked at how that was impacting on her but also on her children and you know things like that like decluttering making the house as um you know clutter free as possible um helping our children in that way will really help them not feel overwhelmed or overloaded in in a way that helps them to be you know able to organize themselves more um you know uh, organizing themselves the night before so that the mornings aren't you know too stressful and crazy i think they're just really good things to go uh, you know like let's lay our uniforms out the night before you know where's your shoes where's your bags um, Just those things. That in the morning, then you know they don't have as much to try and think about, and it really helps them, you know, get off on the right foot for the day. Uh, So, I think they're really good tips to, you know, mention about supporting them and. Um, you know I guess probably just to add to one that I think would be good for the parents um, because you know the more organized we are the more we teach our children those skills as well and us being organized helps everything run a lot smoother as we know and I know a lot of the parents come to me and they say you know I'm not great at organization or having a routine or that structure so uh, you know I today I had a tip for the parents that I thought would you know help help the parents out there as well Um, so one of the things that I think is a really good exercise is to look at what are your big rocks like what are those most important things in your life right now and Stephen Covey um, has some really good videos on YouTube that I really encourage you to look at about how to get more out of you know time management to be more organized and to really prioritize those things that are most important and I know a lot of the parents think well you know I, I miss out on a lot of things I don't get to do a lot of things right now for myself Um, and so you know that's only at the moment things will change over time but I think prioritizing is really the key as well because when you look at what are my most important things right now and you structure yourself and organize yourself around that you are going to be so much more effective in your time and organization which is not only helping you but it helps your whole family so um, you know it's good exercise to just get a piece of paper draw out what am my big rocks what are those most important things in my life right now and you know could be you know obviously my family is really important uh, my work my health Um, those things my relationship with my partner they may be your big rocks right now you know and then all those other little things can come in around that Um, friends hobbies different things like that but if you're not putting your energy and your focus into the things that are most effective then that's not going to help you to you know be as organized and focus on the things that matter the most so um, from that then look at what what are your priorities and then I would encourage you to break it down into what are my top three goals for you know, in these areas, what do I want to achieve? You know, have that bigger picture perspective and from those goals that you've then set out, I would encourage you to then go, right, what do I need to achieve each week and each day towards that? So basically chunking it down. And one of the things that I suggest to people is to then look at each day, what are my most important tasks? What are those things that are most important to get done? And when we are focusing on those things and doing those things, everything else flows so much better around that so um, so first of all looking at your big rocks what are they what are your goals around those what is it that you want for your family for your um, your relationship for your health for your work and then look at chunking that down even further so that every week and every day you're really clear about, well, what what do I need to do? Um, And when you chunk it down like that, it becomes achievable. I write down my top three things, my most important tasks and I cross those off first so that then other things can get fit in around that. But I think when you're juggling work and family and children you know, our time management and organisation has to be really good. And so by getting clear about what your priorities are, what your most important tasks are, that really helps you to focus and um, to be more organised around the things that matter the most. And when you're organised, you teach those skills to your children, but also, you know, you're able to help them be more organised because you're not running around, you know, feeling like a crazy person going, I've got so many things to do, I don't even know. Where to begin? Um, so that's my tip for the parents out there today. Just to you know, get really clear about it. Um, what, where are your where are your leaks? Where are those things that you're putting your time and energy that's not actually helping you to achieve your goals? Maybe it's sitting on social media more than what you should be. Um, you know, maybe it's just I'm spending a lot of time talking to my friends on the phone. Yes, that's nice, but right now, is that actually helping you to achieve what you need to be achieving each day? So I think is just getting that laser focus what's my priorities and um, chunking it down so that you can get everything done that you need to and, and stay organized and as I said you know we can teach these skills to our kids as well because if we don't have that happening for ourselves I think that it just creates a lot more chaos for our children as well and the more we can keep the things calm and um, very orderly, the the easier it is for our children to be able to organize themselves and stay on top of things as well. So, um, so they're my tips for today, Ella. I think um, we've covered the children and the parents. I, I you know really look forward to hearing um, people's feedback on that. You know, do you feel like maybe there's some areas at the moment where you are putting your time and energy that's not actually uh, helping you to achieve what you need to each day for your family and just looking at those things honestly because um you know you will get a lot more achieved and you will really feel like you're a lot more in control when you're focusing on those things so just um, wrapping up today's session, looking at those skills to organize your child and, um, and yourself as the parents, you know, uh, we need to teach them those skills, but we can't necessarily teach those skills if we're not um, using them ourselves. So um, thank you for joining us today and we look forward to seeing you at the next